This episode of the Chicken Nick podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Beanery. They've got locations in Ashland, Papillion, and Gretna. drive throughs and a helpful smile in every aisle. Wait, not that's high V. Uh, this is the Beanery. Get the Chic and Nick drink. It's an iced caramel pecan latte. You can get it iced or you can get it hot. Uh, Bo Pelini, what do you think? I don't mind it being a latte, but it's got to be hot. All right, thank you, Bo. The Beanery, serving people coffee. And here's Boo Boo. He faces up against CJ. The crossover down the left side of the lane. Hangs up there and kisses it in off the glass. Booey with a nice take. He's got 24 now, Jake. And we've got a timeout on the floor. Coach Hooper is going to call a timeout. Down 30. 30? Yeah, 30. 71 to 41. Wow. Quite like Marquis Step ascertaining with Jake Muehlheisen, really thirty down thirty. It's the beauty of it. That was that was a lot of different things, a lot of worlds colliding. I very much appreciated it. That was good. Yeah. That you was had good. One form, you had one former great and Jake Muehlheisen. All right, I'm kidding. On line two, we got kidding, Jake. Jake. Jake, Kidding for the Jake. first time, not only at one point in Jake's career did he have to guard Tyler McKinney, but after hearing <laughs> the joke that Shicky had, he officially is going to channel his inner Tyler McKinney. I'm not happy about that. All right. <laughs> Rightfully so. So, uh, good to see you. Yeah, good yeah, to, yeah. We got a lot to talk about. I mean, I don't know why. You know, your boy, your boy did Michigan-Purdue. Your boy drove to Chicago, got home on on Saturday night. I, I woke up this morning. I was like, I feel like I got to watch the Nebraska-Northwestern game. I don't know why I watched that game because, holy guacamole, that was not good. That was not a good basketball game. When you're getting your fannies waxed, Bill Snyder style, by 30 by Northwestern at home, it's not good. You know, they, they were hitting for real. I ain't going to lie. Like, they was really hitting uh... – 47 is a – he's mean. Boy, that boy, he made every tackle. I'm like, damn, man. But he, he, he nice for real. I ain't going to lie. Get, get 30. Huh? Get 30 tackles. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Are you for real? 30? <laughs> wow. Yeah, Marquis Stepp still stunned I, at I, the 30-point margin. I, I Hearing that, just disappointed that Marquis Stepp didn't continue to – produce and find his way to be at more media sessions because I mean Marquis Stepp <laughs> felt like he feels like a guy that would have given us some sort of oh, gym yeah. every single time he was at the podium oh yeah Marquis can you believe they they didn't let you back at the podium wow yeah I know that's how, how we were feeling yeah you know, wow. Marquis wow. would you say that you know is the guy the guy that was is that other quarterback is he nice for real is he or no is he nice for real he he, he nice for real I ain't gonna lie <laughs> Whatever you do, don't lie to me, Marquise. Hold on, follow up question. Don't don't you lie to me. Is he nice for real? Is it? Don't lie to me. He 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 nice for real. I ain't gonna lie. All right, all right. Not gonna lie. Seals it. He's nice for real. That seals it. That'll do it here from <laughs> Memorial Stadium. Number forty-seven is nice for real. Back to you guys in the studio. 
Tell you one thing, Kent wasn't saying much on Saturday. Got it! <laughs> this audio clip was not against Northwestern. Got it! Oh, God. <laughs> Ass. Oh, yeah, sorry, we can't. Okay, Didn't mean to, can't. Didn't mean to do that. Um, oh, golly, jeepers.com. Where do you want – I mean, <laughs> we don't need to recap, you know, ball screen defense against boo boo or anything no. like that. I mean – No, no, we we don't. Yeah. But um, – uh, we get... Well, where, where do I want to – I mean, can I ask you a couple questions real quick? Number one, well, let me ask this question. You – like, you're – you are having puppies at your house? Like, I don't understand what's happening. You are fostering puppies? Okay. What does that even mean? You're like, what? what's going on here? You're like angels you in be... the outfield, Danny Glover? <laughs> no, not at all. It's not like that at all. Oh. It's like going to the bathroom in front of a lot of people and not caring. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that at all. happening how do you foster Kelly. puppies foster farms Kelly, bowl yeah foster yeah the foster farms bowl contacted us and said would you like <laughs> arian foster reached out to you and said would you like to continue the foster name That's and right. fostering some puppies fosters australian for puppies so kelly said hey we can foster puppies and i'd always i thought about it even before we got obi be like hey this is the out this is you know Foster puppies. You're always having puppies, but you don't have to keep them, gotcha. right? Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, uh, but, you know, there are, I guess there was a, uh, this the place that we got Obi was a rescue, and uh, <laughs> they had, I guess, someone left a box of puppies on the side of the road. Really? Something I like mean, that. I hear yeah. stories like that, but you, you yeah. know, you're just like, 13, that really? Ha- wow. Yeah. There were 13 puppies left in this. Uh, in this box on the side of the road. 30? No, 13. 13. <laughs> 13, buddy. 30? No. No. No, it was 13. And <laughs> 17 fewer than that. 30? Okay. And I don't know how many so, puppies were in there. It was like, I don't know, like 644 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fans, obviously it's been, I think, whatever, 644 days or something like that exactly. But <laughs> That's so good. Nick Henrich is just you know how delivering. many days it's been. You know how many puppies you got in your litter box, Doug. Yeah, that's right. So there were thirteen, and so we they they came by and they they had you know a bunch of them in the back of the of the car, the place that we got them from or got Obi from. Right. The lady uh, pulled up and said, "Hey, we got some puppies," and we had already said, "Yeah, sure, we'll we'll foster puppies." So. You need to take more than one because they need to be two of them need to be together. You know, right, right. Package deal, two five stars. You know. Yeah, exactly. Right. We had it was a it, it was one of those things where they said, "Hey, we're only going to sign with you if you take my little sister." No. <laughs> Evan Moby, Isaiah Mobley. Like, you got to take both of them. You know, you got to yeah. <laughs> the Plumley brothers. That's right. Yes, and yeah, you know, I had to take the twins. I was like bollocks. <laughs> So, so how anyway, many P-U-P-P-Ys did you take? Two. So we have two puppies. They're very cute. One's like a beagle mix, and the other is, you know, I don't know. They're, they're both cute. I mean, you can go see them on Instagram, whatever. I posted a couple of pictures on Twitter. It's, it's They're fine. I mean, there's a lot. The, the thing with puppies, though, 
that you forget is they don't know anything. Like they, <laughs> not only is it a new place, they're just like, oh, I gotta go potty. Just right you there, know, right like, then and there. Just over. It's Whiz over. So in my pants. Kel- Kelly's doing a good. <laughs> Kelly's doing a good job of of making sure that. Um, I mean, we should put them in pants. In their pants. <laughs> Make sure. But yeah, they're they're fighting. You know, they they wrestle. They get after each other. They're very cute. You, and and it's true because people said, like on social media, they go, "Hey, congratulations on your two new dogs." That's what I figured. Which, which you know, the kids are getting attached. All this, but we can't. You know, can't have six little ones. Right. Around, right? Well, how, explain to me. Okay, so. How, first of all, have you named them? They needed E names because the place that we got them, Elsa's Pride, they want E names. That's how they, you know, advertise them with E names. And then once, they, if, once they're adopted, they can be renamed. Okay. So uh, we went with Eddie and Ella. Okay. Eddie is the boy, Ella is the girl. Okay. And you, do you think it's one thing for your kids to say, yep, totally get it? These puppies are not ours. At some point, they're going to go out the door. I am totally on the same page as you. It's one thing to say that now, but do you think there's going to be some serious issues when Eddie and Ella exit stage left? You're listening to the Mock Jackson Puppy Foster Show only. (laughs) That is, out of all of the Mark Jackson shows you have done, that is by far the least interesting Least compelling, Mark. That would last half an episode before the program director walks in. Says, "Mark, you're out. We're not." Got an idea for a nightly show. Six thirty to seven. Mark Jackson takes calls on people's puppy foster shows. Okay, but so they, you think they get it? Well, I think they get it, but it's one thing. Yeah, it's like one thing to get it. It's like, hey, you're going away to summer camp next summer. Awesome! And then the day they leave, they're like, "Ah," you know. It's like, yeah, it's going to sneak up on you. Man. Uh, so, yeah, it's not going to be good. But the idea is, oh, there'll be more puppies. There'll be more puppies. I'm like, yeah. Are you ready to are you ready to call Arian Foster and or the Foster Farms Bowl and pull out of the deal? Is that pretty much I'm ready to I'm ready to take a knee. <laughs> okay. Down 21-7 with 10 seconds left. I'm ready to take a knee. You're ready to have ready to a Bill a Callahan USC 2005 or 2000, whatever year it was, game plan where you are just not even trying to win. You're just trying to you're trying to keep it close, and that's it. That's it. That's 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 all I need. I'm okay. not. Um, all right. I'm not, I'm not here. Look, they're they're very cute, and you could totally see how you know you don't want to get rid of these dogs, right? But uh, you know they supply the the company supplies the food, supplies the crate, supplies okay. the fen- you know the little pen yeah. that you that you put up there. Yeah, and, I mean they're fun, but it's a lot of work. You know, it's uh, <laughs> good luck with all that. <laughs> so how long I mean, how long will they be with you? Like, what's the timeline for this thing here? Well, when is National Puppy Signing Day? Wow, um, ah! thank you. <laughs> Billy C. <laughs> Bill Callahan. Billy C. And stunned him. <laughs> he was just on the phone. He's just stunned. Wow. All right. Yeah, um, he was listening to the Mark Jackson <laughs> Puppy Foster show, and he just called in. Stunned. Wow. 
So when is National Puppy Signing Day? When do these? When do Eddie and Ella sign uh, their letter of intent? To- there's a. It's a 72 hour window. Okay. Uh, the first day of signing is in a couple weeks. We keep them for a couple weeks, and then the the company will post them online and say, "Hey, these are available now." Because we we're, the fosters are there for the acclimatization period, right? Well, okay. Like, then they enter know, the transfer, the puppy transfer this portal. Is, this is you know when they're in shells, half pads. Okay. But right before we get to two a days, we're out. We're out. That makes sense. That okay. makes sense. Okay. All right. So, so yeah, that'll be coming up here in a couple weeks. I don't know how it's going to go. Obi's, Obi's not a huge fan of what's going on here. He's, right. He will growl at them, which is normal for dogs to do. He doesn't snap at them or anything. No, he's, but he's growling. Look, as we just continue to make terrible analogies. So, basically, Obi is Logan Smothers, and Eddie and Ella are Chubba Purdy and Casey Thompson. <laughs> Right, and Obi believes it is an open competition. That's he believes right. This is a challenge. This is something that he's right. going to have to earn his spot, and that's why he's getting a little testy. <sighs> when man, you know, right? Um, so yeah, I just looked at Obi. I was like, sorry about that. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> so anyway, that's that. Okay, that's the dog aspect. Of right, this. and you know, it's fine. Hey, Kelly's doing a great job. I mean, I don't know how she's got to put up with. Uh, you know, it's her and seven kids. Am I right? Yeah, right. It's exactly right, it's though. Including me. So, so yeah, that's going on here. Um, Man. And uh, well, you yeah, also you're... hooped today. You told me you we were yeah. we were coordinating times to record. You went and played basketball. Do you have your both Achilles tendons? Do you have your ACLs and MCLs? Yeah. And do you yeah. have your pride? Which one has exited stage left? <laughs> okay, that was four questions there. And your question is. Ew. Um, and your torn Achilles is. And your question is. And so, your knee injury is. <laughs> and your question is. <laughs> and your leg inflammation is. And your question is. <laughs> Why is Bill Cosby a part of our show? I don't know. It shouldn't be, but he is. Uh, Spotify is going to remove this episode. Yeah, what are you going to do about it, you know? You, just, you live and you learn. So here's the deal. Um. I hadn't played in a couple of years. Right. And so uh, because of the pan, the, I played open gym and I'd try to play a few times a month. They do it every Sunday and it's at this, you know, local place and they would have, you know, I was in with the, the crew and so they'd say, Hey, here's the sign up. We need 13 guys. And I would usually do it, but then the pandemic hit and they're like, you know what? We're not playing basketball. Anymore. Right. So I'm fine. So then they just started it up like, a month and a half ago, and I couldn't do it, couldn't do it. And then finally, I, I started doing the math. You, you, you know, you look ahead, you're like, okay, I'm not going to do it next week. Right. I've got this coming up, uh, Super Bowl Sunday. All right, I got to do it this week. Weeks get away from you quick they as you do. get older. So right? I said, uh, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to try it. I'm going to get back out there. Um, I, I've been, you know, I run a few times a week, or I'm on the Peloton. Right. I'm doing something every day. My legs are strong. Whatever. I'm like, oh, this will be fine. I'll be the endurance. The endurance wasn't an issue, but I tell you, when you're out there within the first. It doesn't matter if you're a marathon runner or a professional sprinter or whatever. You get out there, those first four or five trips up and down the court, you're like, have I, have I worked out at all? Isn't it weird? It's, it's, uh, it's unreal. It's, it's just like, how spe- sports-specific certain conditioning are. You can be in shape for yeah. something, 
But when it comes to then playing basketball or whatever, it's just a totally different set of muscles. And yeah, like you were in shape for what you do. Like you were in shape for doing a Peloton, for running on the treadmill or run. Like there's a big difference between that and going up and down in the basketball course. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Like I could run a 5K, I, right. I could run six miles tomorrow and, you know, run a nine minute mile, whatever, nine and a half. And I'd feel fine. Right. I feel good. I feel ready to go. You put me on the basketball court. I'm like, okay, just. Give me a minute here. Right. Okay, just give me a minute. Keep That's half exactly court. right. Yeah. All right, Jake Billis. You know all about it. Um, so, yeah, had a, you know, a couple of good passes, a couple of good Ooh. lay-ins, a couple of missed shots. Ooh. Got the ball stolen. One. There's well, nothing worse than a guy, than someone stealing the ball from you who's less athletic than you are. Yeah, that's like not who, good. I was, see, I was going to say, was there some guy that just was – you know, Mr. Like CrossFit, who has zero basketball skill, but he does CrossFit, so he is he's going to sell out to on-ball pressure. I know. I was like, dude, calm down. Uh, you know, this is just yeah, just pick up ball. But it's good. Like every time I'm out there, and again, this is the first time in two years. But every time Boom. I'm out there, it just feels good when you're out there, man. You know, it's my escape. You know, if I don't do that, I'm just not right. Oh yeah, when's the last time you played? Two years ago. I walked into that gym like, hey, guys. What's going on, Bubba? <laughs> Let's have some fun. Um, <laughs> everyone's aged. I'm like, I haven't seen you in two right, years. Like, right. yeah, we've been playing for two months. Where you been? <laughs> COVID, you, you know. Did you preemptively, I mean, did you get the icy hot going on the knees? To... <laughs> I know. Like, I'm out there. I'm stretching. I don't even know how to stretch. Like, oh, just play. You, you got, know? oh, you better stretch. You can't go out oh, there yeah. and just, yeah, you got to warm up a little bit. Icy like, hot, stretch. get all that thing going. Stretch yeah. it out. There's nothing better, though, when you leave. You know, it, playing's fine. It's, uh, you know, we're enjoying it. But then when you leave, oh, you just feel good. When you leave and oh, you man. have made a few shots and you are not hurt, you have you have made it through oh. the session and you are like walking out on your own power. You're like, tell you what, where's the champagne? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, you have to leave like you walked in, healthy because you know you don't have your health. You've got nothing. <laughs> you know, you've got to be able to. You've got to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, the whole drive there, I'm like, just don't get hurt. That's all. I like. I don't care if I'm 0 for 7 from the floor. Just exactly. don't get yeah. hurt. Just do not get with it. But that's the only thing is when that's your prevailing thought, you then start to question, should I even be out here? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, if, the, if, if just being if able I, to get through this without correct. really getting injured, should I be doing this in the first if place? If my goal is to get good exercise and not get hurt, why don't I just run sprints down the, down yes. the sidewalk? Yes, you know, that's right, really what right. That's going to get it done with you have no risk of legitimate injury like that, but <laughs> – well, good. I'm glad you. Uh, you're. This, wow. I mean, you. Yeah, look I'm at you. To, you got ready. a lot of things going on in your life. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot happening there. I just. Uh, wow. Yeah. There, uh, there Bill Callahan. You were. Uh, you had a family day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Today? So I mean, it, it was uh, not to to get too pry into personal biz, but there was. It was. Uh, Gotta think of how to phrase this. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, Jensen. Side of the family Christmas. Not cool, Omicron. <laughs> no to catch a predator tonight. Not cool, CNBC. All right. So, you got so, the family, so yeah, so you everybody got had a little, there was a little Rona outbreak around Christmas. And so things got sure. postponed and... 
it's amazing that it took this long for a, a weekend to work for everybody. And yeah, so we literally like I opened Christmas presents. By the way, I got a record player and Hall and Oates greatest hits. So I didn't know uh <laughs> your your uncle's Marty McFly? Yeah. Jay Billis will answer the questions for me. Is Nick's uncle Marty McFly? That's exactly right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, so am I, I right, officially Biff. now, I'm excited. I have a record player and and one record, but do I got to be record guy now that, like, purchases a bunch of records and li- listens to music on records? You know what's funny? I, um, our family growing up, like, we, we would, um, with my parents, we would listen to a Perry Como Christmas album while we decorated the tree. And we've got the CD, or I've got I've got the MP3 stuff. But then I was like, you know what? I want the album. Yeah. I don't have a record player, but I want the album. And someone was selling it on eBay with a, a CD of it already burned there. I'm like, you know what? I'll buy it. I spent 30 bucks. I got a Perry Como album okay, in my house. Okay, so that's good. That's you know? good. But, uh, yeah, it's – now I feel like i gotta be I got to be a record player guy, though, you know? But well, you know what? You go to those antique stores. They they've got plenty of albums for you. You'll be buying like, oh, what is this? Yeah. Billy McGittycuddy sings the greatest hits. I don't even know who he is, but I'll I'll listen to his hits. That's what I'm gonna do. And so yeah, so I got you. You, you know, I'm I'm Mr. Hipster now, now with a record player. Did you? This is gonna be awkward if someone, your family members, listening uh, here to this. Did you ask for a record player? So yes, kind of. Like was given. I don't even know where to begin with explaining basically through, I believe my father-in-law's work, they had this like opportunity to, they got, they got to go shop in Vegas and they had a bunch of different things discounted. And so we got a list of things that were maybe going to be available at this like thing. And I saw record player and I was like, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Well, that's good. I didn't know if you would have to, Fain enthusiasm for a record player. It's like, whoa. Whoa, hey. man. Wow. <laughs> no way. Eight track player. Cool. This is great. A cassette tape of California Raisins. Heard it through the grapevine. Oh, man. No way. A map of the state of California. Now I'll never get lost when I'm driving there. Even though I have GPS, it's cool. <laughs> Do you imagine someone buys you a, you a map? I Just heard you have a lot of trips map. in California. Here's a map of all the highways. Now you'll get around smoothly. Right, cool. Great. It's great. Remember those days when you had to have someone with you in the car because they had to be the map guy, the yes. map person with the, the light on? Or oh, I remember before family road trips, my dad the night before would have the big <laughs> the big map spread out on the kitchen table, and he would be devising a Bill Belichick-esque game plan of what they're – it was going to be on, boy. <laughs> I ate it on that ass the whole time. I need you to open the big map on your lap. Big Mac sack. <laughs> what a reach. What? No, no. The better, the bigger the reach, the better it is. <laughs> what a reach. Uh, 
All right, so congratulations on your record player. Yep, congratulations on your puppies and not getting hurt playing basketball. So I think we're caught up. Yeah, uh, there we go. I think that's it, right? Yeah, or, that's <laughs> all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Have anything? Uh, have anything else? We you need got to- any? I mean, you're Mr. Signing Day guy. You got any? Any Nebraska Signing Day thoughts on? No, you know the irony is last week I made we mocked. Uh, CBS and Gary Sharp's audio for being over-modulated. Yes, we did. Right? We and did. then I did signing day on Wednesday, and unfortunately, for some odd reason, the announcements that we had oh, didn't no. have any audio. Like, I could hear them in my ear. It was chaotic. I mean, Pete Thamel, Tom Luganbill, uh, Samuel Acho, uh, a couple other folks, Tom Van Heer was on. But then we'd have these live announcements, and the one kid, uh, Janaren uh, Bonner, yep. committed to Nebraska. I could hear him. Right, I could hear everybody, but for the first two it announcements, it wasn't going over the air. Oh, no. So there's nothing like as you tee up, hey, Pete Thamel, what do you think about this? And then you look down at your phone when you're on camera and you're getting tweets. Kelly sent me a text. goes, we can't hear the oh. – I'm like, oh, no. I cannot hear air? What he's saying is not making it over the air? I cannot hear air. <laughs> so – so yeah, I was like, as soon as I have, I'm like, of course, we just that's I, it, you dare over modulated or, yeah, or right. it's not you, on, but you you that's karma. It, that's the radio is. audio karma Came coming back to get you, right back to bite me. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, we had a we had a good. Uh, I mean, the the signing day in February used to be a ten hour show. We oh. had we were on the air for an hour, right? I mean, there wasn't a lot out there. A few five stars that were out there, but um, nothing big except you know the whole. Uh, Texas A&M getting the number one class, maybe the greatest class ever signed. And then uh, Jimbo Fisher being all upset. Did you hear? Oh, what, yeah. He, I mean, just sli- he's talking about sliced bread. He's talking about. I like, love how he decided the guy from Bro Bible was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he was so mad he at the insinuation yeah. that name, image, and likeness had something to do with his signing class. Um, we got to play a little clip here. Here's what I'm going to say, and this is point blank. This is point blank to the – because here, here's, here's my problem. There is no $30 million fund. There is no $5 million. There is no 10 This is garbage, okay? And it does. It pisses me off that people – and here it comes from a site called Bro Bible by a guy named Slice Bread. Then everybody runs with it. So it's written on the Internet as gospel. How irresponsible is that? <laughs> Okay, all right. Just going to leave that there. That sentence right there, first time ever uttered, and it's college football. sums it up. And here it comes from a site called Bro Bible by a guy named Slice Bread. And everybody runs with it. So it's written on the Internet as gospel. I don't think it's lost. It shouldn't be lost on anyone. Bro Bible taken as gospel. I thought that was good. (laughs) That was good. I don't know if he meant to do it. but He didn't mean to do it. He did not mean to do it. But he did it. But what Bro a time Bible. to be alive that that is that sentence was uttered in all sincerity at a press conference for the coach that signed the number one recruiting class. It's it's crazy. It's incredible. What do you need? What do you put? To, what do you need peanut butter and jelly for? What do you what do you put that on? Sliced bread. All right, thank you. That was good. Thank you, so, Jimbo. All right, let's take a quick, uh, not a quick one. Let's take a full timeout. Give me a full. Give me a full timeout to talk about our friends at. The Beanery. And here's the thing. Not only when you go to the Beanery with locations in Ashland, Gretna, and Papillion, not only are you just going to get your coffee game right, you know they got some excellent food. They got breakfast sandwiches. They got muffins. They got oatmeal, bagels, cookies. You can get 
all the breakfast food. All the sports. Do you know, if you show up at the beatery, you know, you go through the drive-thru and you, you know, place your order, and if you were to ask, hey, I want to get the chicken nick drink, it's the uh, caramel pecan uh, latte, and you ask them, hey, what do you recommend? Should I get it hot or iced? What, what do you think? And you know what I heard? I heard Rich Kipis is working the drive-thru. Yeah, that, that's, a great, that's a great question. That's what that's what he that's what he would say. <laughs> and then no, then the other thing that's weird is then Rich calls over Bo Pelini, who also works, and he gives his advice on what to do with the latte. I don't mind it being a latte, but it's got to be hot. I think I feel like Bo would get a little flummoxed, and he might have to call a defensive timeout. You know, to just think. <laughs> Think things over, but um, there's just so many great things there about the beanery. They they treat us well. They treat you well. I do want to say congratulations to the beanery. The Gretna Chamber just named the beanery the 2021 Gretna Business of the Year. Wonderful. And Whoa! I thought it was great because they put in there and follow them on Instagram. Uh, by the way, for the hashtags. They put hometown pride, we love you, hashtag community, hashtag neighborhood, hashtag business, hashtag coffee shop, and they did hashtag all the fields. All the sports. Okay. There you go. So congratulations to the beater. That's an enormous one. I was hoping they would do hashtag over here on our right with uh, Paul here. Over here on our right with uh, Paul here. Okay, I don't know if they would do that in the hashtag as the Gretna Chamber is. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Well, if they did that, then Gretna would respond with, about hoses. <laughs> they, would have, they would have no idea. Check out, I don't know what we're doing here, but check it out. Uh, the Beanery, please support those who support us. They have been uh, the most loyal of uh, supporters here uh, of the Chick and Nick show. And, and just make sure that you speak up when you're at the drive-thru. I'll tell you, I'm having trouble hearing you. It's the Beanery serving people coffee. But I would say, if, if name it, you like this, there was no NIL there, then look out, because Texas A&M is going to be... That's the problem. It's like, I mean, does anyone really believe that... Again, Jimbo can claim he doesn't... He can always be like, listen, I don't know what's going on with these deals, you know, but come on. Well, that's the thing, because he has to, right? Because the the only rules are you can't use it as enticement and schools can't be involved. So what do they do? Well, we're not going to entice. We're just going to connect you with uh, some business people that you can meet, and they'll handle it. You it's know, just I, plausible deniability. I, I was going to ask you about this because it does kind of feel like how I anticipated name, image, and likeness going has not gone how I thought it would go because I think I I idiotically thought that this would somehow be like these – we would get the terms of these deals and know exactly who is endorsing what and who's doing what with who – you know, like like it was like a woge bomb, like yeah. Runza offers Chubba Purdy $20,000 with a chance for a future cheese Runza a week clause. Like, like we thought we were going to get woge bombs with yeah. specifics, but we got. Yeah. What's going on, Chubba? What's going on, Bubba? <laughs> but we got nothing. We don't know. So I think a part of it that is so right. weird is that we just. We all say, like, you know, the bit of this name, image, likeness thing is, uh, you know, the the behind-the-scenes bag dropping. We're just we're bringing that to light. Are we? Like, it's legal now what's happening in terms of – but, like, 
it's still not being brought to light completely, right? Like, we don't really know what, how much money really got handed out over this last signing period. We have no idea. We know, we know it. We know money got handed out, but we had no clue. And that's just, for whatever reason, that's not how I thought it would go, but it's maybe silly that I thought we would know more. I thought it would be just individual, like some licensing deals that you would hear about, individual NIL, influencer stuff. Hey, I just signed here. You'd see the tweets. You'd see this. Right. But now it's there's a lot of stuff that's going to go on behind the scenes that you're probably not going to know, which is why there probably needs to be something where everything's on the table and never you're never going to have a spot where everything's on the table i think this has this has encouraged more of the shadowy stuff in my in a weird way yes that's what's so funny about it is like this is going to bring it all above all into the light right there's gonna be no more bag deals with it's like well not i mean it's still kind of like that we still have no idea how much casey casey thompson by all accounts got some sort he's one of the Guys, that got some sort of NIL deal to come to Nebraska. We have no, no clue what he got, how much, from who, what are the terms. Like, none. And I'm not necessarily saying, like, we need to – I demand to know that. I don't really care necessarily. And maybe it's better that we don't. I, I think mean, it maybe is because I think yeah. one of the things that we used to think about when, when do, you know, we'd conjure up these doomsday scenarios for NIL was – the whole idea of if you know how much a player is making, you're a little more apt to use that when you criticize them. It's like we see it in professional sports all the right. time. Somebody's like, right. oh, God, $20 million. This guy can't even throw a strike. Come on. You know, like that kind of talk I thought would infiltrate into college sports, and it hasn't really happened because we have no idea what anybody's making. None. Right. And, and some of those bigger deals that you hear about uh, – like Texas paying $50,000 per offensive lineman. Wouldn't you know it? They had a five-star offensive line class. Right. Right? Wouldn't you know it? $50,000 per offensive lineman to enroll, you will get you, you get fifty grand. right? Right. It's, pay, it's payroll to enroll. Not pay to play. Payroll to enroll. There we go. You don't, you don't have to play. You right. just have to show up. Right. And, and so that's where – it's like it's making all of us feel a little uncomfortable because it's different, but I got to believe it's going to find its level here eventually. It's just so new and odd, and, and the number of people over the last calendar year, 2,000 entering the transfer portal, that number's not going anywhere. Right. These are free agents. These are high-profile free agents. Caleb Williams, I have no idea how much he was getting to go to USC, but – We're all talking about the things we never used to talk about. Right, right. Like, it was just like, hey, we don't talk about that stuff. We know it's probably going on. Now we know it's going on. We just don't know all the details. Well, and I even think, to take it a step further on, I mean, I think one of the reasons, and this is doing a lot of assuming on my my part, so I apologize in advance for all the assumptions. But Quinn Ewers, the five-star kid that enrolled in, he... he, Quinn Ewers, yeah. Ewers, Ewers, yeah. He... Signs, if I'm not mistaken, it was like, was it a million-dollar autograph deal, NIL deal with Ohio State, or a very lucrative? I don't know if it was maybe a million. He, he had an automotive thing, and he had a kombucha type oh, okay. of drink thing or something. Yeah, But it was a lot of money, whatever it yes. was. Yeah, And he never even plays a down at Ohio State. Then he enter, enters the transfer portal, and he ends up at Texas. And you can only assume that if he walked away from the amount of NIL money 
in Columbus, Ohio, that he probably had some NIL money he was walking into in Austin, Austin, Texas. And what do you know? Casey Thompson says, you know what? I am going to enter the transfer portal now because I think he understands that it becomes almost like it almost gets to where it becomes professional sports where a coach may want to play their sixth round draft pick, but the franchise and the GM and the owner, they're paying all this money to their first round draft pick, AKA Quinn Ewers here. And so it puts the coach, I think, in a weird spot where it's like, you almost have to play this dude because if someone's cutting a big check, they're probably not going to like the idea of, of cutting a big check for a guy that's not starting. So it's just a weird, it's weird. Yeah, you wonder if NIO were around a few years ago, if Justin Fields would have been the guy instead of Jake Fromm. That's right. Right at Georgia. Right. And would he have, would he have transferred or how much money he would have gotten to transfer with Ohio State, at least that we would have known about. Yeah. Yeah, and the Quinn Ewers thing, I was looking it up. He did sign up a sports marketing. He signed a deal with GT Sports Marketing for $1.4 million. So kind of, to, I don't know if crap. that's to manage his. It's just, it's, it's unreal what's going through here. Like when you left Kansas. Yes. I mean, would you have. No NIL when Nick was transferring. Not cool, NCAA. No to catch a predator tonight. Not cool, CNBC. <laughs> and let me tell you, Kansas was sad to see me walk away because I NIL'd Kansas. I gave them the bag. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag walk on. <laughs> That's right. You you laughed all the way home. Yep. I'm gonna take That's my you. tuition I... and send it elsewhere. Thank you very I... much. And you know what? When I get home, I'm gonna pay you the rest of my tuition. You can count on <laughs> that, partner. <laughs> no, eat that. Yeah, it's just odd. So and I don't I know. Would... It's just weird. I, I it's it's yeah. it hasn't gone how I thought it would go. You know these deals are happening. It's 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 just interesting that we don't know what's going on. Uh. There's just zero parameters with it. None. You know, it's None. it's it's and, crazy. And, and you combine it with the transfer portal. Like, it's right. These guys are – the, the athletes, the high-profile athletes now are just right at the perfect time Ooh. to cash in on anything. Because most of these guys are not going to be great NFL players. They might not even make a roster. Right. Right? When you think about the numbers – it's just not it's not in the cards for a lot of these guys and boy are they just striking it rich right now it's it's good for them sure you know and for yeah. all of the the whole mark emmert and, 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 hey you know it's it's the brand it's the, it's the school brand and we're the ones providing like everyone guess, knew like, that this that they were worth something right right except those that didn't want to pay anything and and everyone wants to hold on to their power and their money and now now the players are getting some and too bad you know? Yeah, I'm not one of those guys that kicks and screams about it. I mean, I, I the only thing I kick and scream about is that I do think there has to be we have to get to the point where there's some semblance of uniformity with rules and guidelines of how this stuff is going. I've, I, be I've, I believe eventually and I don't know how long it's going to be. But I, I brought this up to Anthony Hanner on our Big Ten show about six months ago. I said I could see a point come to a point where. There are contracts, not scholarships, mm -hmm. and some of the kids don't even go to school there. I mean, we get excited to watch them. Do I care if they go to school there or not? No, they got the N on it. They got the N on the helmet. Do they have to go to school there? 
They could just be contracted, paid like minor leagues. Listen, it's you're not alone in thinking that, and I hope this individual doesn't mind that I throw them out there with what what basically what you threw out there was a conversation I had with Bruce Rasmussen. Mm. That he he said I could see a day in the not too distant future where basically exactly what you said, where Nebraska, the University of Nebraska sponsor, like they they That's sponsor it. a team, like they have a team affiliated with them, and some of these players aren't even necessarily students at the University of Nebraska, but they have a they have some sort of agreement. Now, some of these could be, oh, your agreement is a Scott will pay your tuition and all that stuff for you to go, you go to, to school, school here while you're here. While you're here. Like. But yeah. but it also could be, hey, Chubba Purdy, here's your de- terms of your deal as a football player for Nebraska, and there's zero uh, academics tied to it. Yeah, you want to go get a degree at Louisville online, you know, pay right. your, you know, whatever. I mean, fine. Knock yourself out. Play right. for us. Right. Here's your contract. Yeah. I, I know all those things sound crazy, but I really think we're, we're he- I think we're heading down a, that path more than a lot of people realize. Yeah. You're, they're going to be employees. There's going to be contracts. There's going to, I don't know if it's a salary cap type of thing, but, but in reality, that's really in that vein. It's really the only way to. That's the thing. Keep th- and then that involves the pull away of the power conferences and right, and everything. Which is and you which get your is own a, super league, right? But because because the, the thing that I've talked about again, I'm not. I think you and I. I'm not anti NIL. I'm totally. You know, I'm for these guys making yeah. money off themselves. There's something that feels fundamentally wrong for Casey Thompson to not make money off himself. Or, you know, like it, Caleb Williams make money. Like it just. That feels like the the right thing, but it it now be, we enter into this world where every other league, every other sports league has some sort of uniform guidelines of how you can acquire a roster. Like every one of them. I mean, Major League Baseball has no salary cap, but they still have contracts and terms for the players with these organizations but other than that literally NBA NFL like all these other leagues have some sort of way that everyone operates under the same circumstances of how they are acquiring and stockpiling and building a roster because they all have owners employees contracts like right it's all that and we're here it's hey we're all amateurs and there's presidents and athletic directors and coaches and players and we're we're on scholarship right i know right I mean, it's just so it's just it's changing it's yes changing. it's but at some point i just think it can't i don't know I agree. anybody I, I feel like you can be pro nil but also go how could anyone think that having a league with zero Zero guidelines, zero rules, zero parameters, zero uniformity of how people can build their roster and acquire players. You know, like if you th- that is to me a horrible idea. Right. Like if you didn't have a luxury tax in Major League Baseball, right? I mean, you gotta you gotta even it out a little bit for somehow. The, for the and the reason they do that is for the fans. It's for the interest. Right. And and. College football, I, I don't think fans are going anywhere. Like no. people love their school and all that, but you're competing for a lot of eyeballs for a lot of different things, and you just gotta it doesn't have to be even. And it's never gonna be even. I, and 
college football, I don't think we we don't like college football because everyone has the same opportunity. We don't like that. But when you have no rules, it becomes laughable. Well, it, it just, th- th- this isn't totally apples to apples, but my point remains the same. At one point, 50, 60, 70 years ago, less than that for some of these sports, you could make a case the most popular sports in America were baseball, boxing, and horse racing. Yeah. And those three sports have become niche, very secondary thought kind of sports in our country. And while, you know, what we're saying is happening to football didn't necessarily happen to those sports, but I guess what I am saying is never be too arrogant as the gatekeeper to your sport to think that people will always love and follow your sport. That's all I'm saying is never take for granted your sports popularity. And if you don't put the product first, or at least, not necessarily even put the product first, at least keep the the betterment of the sport in its whole. If you don't make that a priority on some level, be careful. And I just get where all these, all these conference realignments, all this movement, all this stuff, like that stuff erodes at the interest in some right. way. Even the, the structure of the college football playoff, you can say what you want. Look at the ratings. Each year over the last day, like the ratings have gone down. I get it. Is it football will always be king. That's what baseball said. That's what boxing said. And look where they're at now. Don't be too arrogant that think that your sport will always be popular because things can change. Things can change. And, you know, we only get these players for like four or five years on campus. There's a lot of rotation, right? So it's more about the brand. But now you're getting these players on campus for like one or two years and Mm -hmm. then they transfer, right? So what are you doing? You know, what are you doing to keep the guy, to keep fans engaged, to keep, I mean, it's a great product, and uh, sure, we, I love you know, it. We'll watch it forever. Yeah, but you just want to make sure that you're watching something that's legitimate, right? That right. That you know, it's like, hey, we're gonna put these. Uh, we're gonna have this really high-profile basketball game here. We got all the seven footers over there. We got all the three foot four people <laughs> over there. All right, let's go. All right. All right. <laughs> let's have some fun. It's like, okay, yeah. I think I know how this is going to turn out. Right, what, right. So I, I, don't, I just get nervous about that. Like, just you, you got to have some uniformity in how all this stuff goes down. And again, I feel like when when people start saying that like oh you're anti you well mr afraid of change and you're anti player power and you don't want no no like i feel like i can be for all of that and for evolving and for improving and for player power like but also say listen man like someone's got to look out for the sport and make sure that everything is is still I mean, have some semblance of everyone is operating under the same rules and guidelines. It just has to happen. No, you're you're exactly right. And, um, you know, it, maybe it does need to be more like Major League Baseball. Your Major League Baseball. Sorry, I was just doing that just to play it. See, just to, I, anytime I can hear Tom Osborne to say that, you know, it's just great. Just, it's great. Just to play. By the way, the, the uh, transfer portal is having a huge impact on – uh, high schools where over the last year, it was last year that 500 fewer kids, high schoolers, signed FBS scholarships, signed wow, with FBS schools. 500. 500. 
500 because of the transfer portal. Right. You think, oh, those numbers will just even out. Well, not really because coaches massage their roster, massage their numbers, and, yeah, it'll filter down. So, you know, with programs that used to, hey, I'll take that, you know, my last two or three scholarships and take, and take a flyer on this high school kid or that high school kid. Instead, it's, I'm going to go with this. It's easier for me to evaluate this college guy. I can see how he is, and um, I'm going to take him for a year or two instead. Right. And you're seeing that. Right. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, doing. Uh, I mean, because obviously you live in the Big Ten world a little bit with stuff you do on Sirius. But like having called Penn State games, having called Minnesota games, Ben Johnson and Micah Shrewsbury basically in their first year oh of taking gosh, over the job. I mean, it's all like there's zero oh. high school recruit freshmen on there. Like they are all transfers, all of them. When you're listening to a broadcast. For the fans out there, listen to a broadcast and and just listen when a guy when you, they mention the guy's name the first time and then comma the Tennessee transfer yes. the former ex transfer it's all the time yes everyone's a transfer right Everybody's. and so but it's and so yeah there's definitely going to be a domino effect of that but man five hundred that's a five hundred fewer man that's a lot of scollies man wow it's uh, there's a filter down but the flip side of that is it allows you to get better quickly Mm -hmm. and the nebraska angle there is there is hope because the roster you had last year and the guys that you relied on last year you don't have to hope you're older you're better you go hey next year new team just go fill it yeah just go literally find another ready-made guy you hope that's ready-made to come in and just fill that spot you know i mean you don't have to take your go well you lost a Lost a four-year starter, and Martinez going to have to take some growing pains with a freshman coming in. No, it doesn't have to be like that. Like, you get another guy that started at the power conference level, like, ready to rock. Pretty incredible. Um, all right. So, that was a good, uh, good How little about conversation that? Look there. Look at but... us. Real conversation. Look at us having a real good. conversation. So, let's get out of here with uh, with this. By the way, I, I, I did want to say there was a tweet that I got. Uh, I can't – is when I sent out the puppies uh, thing – and someone said, hey, you're pretty good at fostering puppies, aren't you? Wow, you're pretty good at asking questions, aren't you? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate your contributions. Someone did, I'm looking at the Chicken Nick Twitter here. Mm-hmm. And let's see. This was during the Nebraska ball game uh, against Northwestern. And Mark, Mark said, and he tweets, might be time for another off-color commentary at Chickenick Show. Kent has had some moments today. No, you uh, didn't. Did you do it? I don't know that we have that kind of time to put that together that quickly. It's time for another edition of Off-Color Commentary. Richardson, three on the way. Foul! He hit a three. He's fouled. It counts. What a huge shot. Presented by the Chicken Nick Show. Huge shot. Bill Eck will throw the ball up and we will be underway here at PBA. Will Huskers get their first win? In Big Ten play, we shall see as Northwestern owns the opening tip. The point guard, Bowie, guarding him as Verge. He takes him inside and scores on a scoop layup. Verge, a little too tight on him and misjudged his quickness. Just got 
blown by. Verge not ready to play at all. And so the ref had no choice but to call that. Again, Verge has been dribbling a ton in this first eight minutes of the half. Yep. Just another bad play by Verge. And that's his second turnover of the game. And you can't have your point guard have two turnovers the first eight minutes. Hey, Esker fans, Acres is the Midwest's premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more acres. Solutions for every field. Under five minutes to go in the half, and the Huskers in deep here. 40-22, to 22, Northwestern Bowie with another three and another make. And a timeout by Nebraska. Boo Bowie now in double figures with a dozen, and it is a 43-22, 21-point lead for the visiting Northwestern Wildcats. Chiropractic care keeps people of all ages healthy and active. Find a chiropractor near you at nebraskachiropractic.org. Get your life back with chiropractic. I mean, I don't even know what to say right now. Northwestern just feeling it. Left-handed dribble, jump pass, deep left corner, buoy, good look, three ball, yes. Again, their threes have been uh, uncontested. And we've got a uh, kick ball. We kicked it. You see him fall to the ground. And but he outscrapped Verge, he is my did. point. He absolutely did, but he, he falls to the ground thinking he was Pele trying to do a bicycle kick. Screen Baron for Bowie. Bowie shoots the three, drains the three. No pressure on him at all. I don't know where the defense was. Did he go over? No, did he go under? He was nowhere to be found. They were confused, Ken. As Bowie breaks to the ball. 94 feet away, McGowan's picks him up. Trey, that is, brings it across the line. Left-handed dribble, Boo Booey. Left arm with a full sleeve of tats. We're in zone. We fell back into the zone out of that press. Verge, Verge dancing around, leaves his feet, and lost it to Adige while he was trying to do something with it. And he's fouled en route to the goal on an one. Verge fouling him, and he'll be taken out of the game. And Verge will be finding a seat next to Coach Hoiberg for that play. He's out there dribbling around, jumps and leaves his feet, stolen by Adige when he has a wide open trailing Bryce McGowan's. And that's what Coach Hoiberg is telling him. Look, Bryce McGowan's trailing the play and would have had a wide open look from three. And here's Boo Boo. He faces up against CJ, the crossover down the left side of the lane, hangs up there and kisses it in off the glass. Bowie with a nice take. He's got 24 now, Jake, and we've got a timeout on the floor. Coach Hoiberg is going to call a timeout down 30. Yeah, 30, 71 to 41 with 11.31 to play here in the game and just silent here at PBA. Seatbelt use saves lives and prevents injuries. Nearly 15,000 lives saved per year. Buckle up. This message from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Timeout on the floor. You're listening to... <laughs> Talk about them punching Nebraska in the mouth. There's really no response by Nebraska. It wasn't... It wasn't vituperative at all today. Here's Keon Edwards down inside Alonzo. You trying to get Eduardo posted up? You like that, that word? Do, That's I the do. word of the game, vituperative. Yep. Don't ask me what that means, though. Please. <laughs> should we? Should we explain? We have a little inside thing going. We have a word we're supposed to both supposed to both get in. And mine was mine, mine was so mine was pretty easy. <laughs> You're going to hear the horn. That'll be the game. And the Huskers beaten by 24 points at home. Final score, Northwestern 87, Nebraska 63. Our postgame show is upcoming.
including Coach Hoiberg. Stay with us, ass, on the Huskers Radio Network. Wow. Wow. It's about accurate, though. That's just about accurate. The accuracy is there. I like Very that well the Huskers done. are in deep bleep here. Yeah. <laughs> Under five minutes to go in the half, and the Huskers in deep here, 40 to 22 Northwestern. I love the chiropractor. Get your life back. Find a chiropractor near you at NebraskaChiropractic.org. Get your life back with chiropractic. Look, can, can you just, can they just not have reeds going I to break? Know, I, like, can they just get them all in there? Be like coming out of break. Can they just jam them all in? Because when it, when it's a bad season, you, you have a bad moment. No company wants their right, right. Their no, that's a good point. Message buttressed with a terrible turnover or bad right, moment. It's right, right. This is such an embarrassment for the University of Nebraska. Timeout on the floor. Nebraska chiropractic proud spot. You know, like you know, like that's not good. Have you ever seen a team play this poorly? Anyway, buckle your seatbelt. Those are are unfortunate. Oh, man. Shouts out to Kent and Jake. Shouts out to Kent and Jake. You guys do a really good job. Uh, Thanks for all your contributions. Uh, Keep it up so that we can continue uh, to do this. Uh, By the way, I did want to share this. This is the last thing to share here. This was sent in by uh, Ellie French, who is a sportscaster at KETV, a sports reporter there. Uh, But she sent this tweet out last week. I mean this in the best way possible when I say this week's episode of the Chicken Nick Show is absolutely ridiculous. I say that pretty much every week, but this week's show is on another level. A lot of pictures painted in my head, some prettier than others. Hashtag cheese runs yeah, Ellie. <laughs> that was that uh, that image, and someone else uh, had the actual. Just follow the Chicken Nick Show on Twitter because shortly after we did last week's episode, where Nick painted the picture of Joe Burrow and Frank Solich meeting <sighs> in the middle of our cheese runza, runza to get rid of the uh, Husker curse. Uh, that picture is just, it's unbelievable. (laughs) It's bad. I don't know why I did that. It's a bad picture. It was created by Brian, who does some, he's doing some good things. Probably has some JPEGs he wish he could have back, but for the most part, he's doing some good things. (laughs) Um, But check that out. Check out the show. Check us out on uh, Instagram as well. And uh, I think we have done enough damage here. Tyler, what do you think of the Jays? I'm not happy about that. Shit, yeah, Nick. Tell you one thing, Kent wasn't saying much on Saturday. Got it! <laughs> Ass. <laughs> A Huda Media Production.